Will novel coronavirus delay PS5 and Xbox Series X? Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we're going to talk about a bit of an interesting intersection between the world of business, video games, logistics management, manufacture, and unfortunately, the real world. As I would imagine that most, if not all of you, already are aware of, the novel coronavirus that originated in China and is now kind of spread across many of the countries of the world has had an impact on all facets of travel and manufacture and logistics. And while we're going to talk about one specific aspect here in this video, I do want to say before we start, obviously, this is of minimal importance in the grand scheme of things compared to a potential outbreak, the deaths that it has already caused, that it may cause in the future. And so I don't want to look lightly on that as we go through this. It's just that I'm not a health professional. I'm not a pandemic expert. And so what things I can talk about in terms of business and law, I do talk about. And obviously video games are very important to me. And it looks like the outbreak of the novel coronavirus might have an impact on that. So that's why we're having this video. I hope none of you think that I'm treating the actual pandemic possibility too lightly, but there's very little I can offer to add to that. So we're going to talk about what I can talk about which is with respect to business, industry, and video games. So without further ado, I want to talk about an article that I saw in GameSpot yesterday that is labeled PS5's website is live, promises price, release date, and games are coming. PlayStation 5 is on the way, but many of the biggest details have not yet been shared. Sony has already confirmed the PlayStation 5 is launching this year. Its release is coming sometime this fall. And now the company has opened PS5's official site. The dedicated landing page doesn't feature many details yet, but it does offer a sign-up for a newsletter and a brief promise of announcements to come. And actually, this website went up a couple days before that article, and I remember having seen it and commenting on it a bit in social media, where I pointed out that this is the kind of messaging that I would have expected from Sony really last year. If we look at what they actually say here, it's a very blank website. We've got the logo of the PlayStation 5, which is really no surprise to anybody that has followed PlayStation logos. But then we have the following note. This is really the only note here. We've begun to share some of the incredible features you can expect from PlayStation 5, but we're not quite ready to fully unveil the next generation of PlayStation. That's exactly the kind of message you would expect really far out from the launch of the console. And if we go back and we look at 2013, we see that Sony made their PlayStation 4 kind of coming up press conference in February of 2013. And it might be the case that the launch of this website and this language has been ready for a while, and this is actually a full prelude to an announcement in the next couple weeks or month. I don't know. I can't say that for sure, but it does feel a little bit more ambiguous, a little bit more amorphous than we are used to when we are only supposed to be six months out, something along those lines, from a launch of a brand new console. And that can make sense. Uh, As I also talked about in social media and with some other folks that have conversations with me on these topics, it's worth noting that both sides of this coin, Microsoft and Sony, have an incentive to go second. And that incentive was really proven in 2013 when Microsoft had their big blowout special for the Xbox One. That was the TV, TV, TV presentation, had their price point, had a mandatory connect, had all this stuff. They had all these issues with messaging. And then Sony came out at E3 and revealed their product, revealed that it was stronger, revealed that it was cheaper, that you could trade games, all these things. 
And that momentum really carried them a long way into the generation, arguably is the reason that they won the generation on the whole, at least as between Microsoft and Sony. We can we can talk about the Nintendo Switch, which I love at another time, but that's competing on a kind of different axis than Sony and Microsoft were competing in this last generation. So there are reasons to go second, and there are reasons for both Microsoft and PlayStation to kind of play the cards close to the vest. But one other confounding characteristic of this is that outbreak of the novel coronavirus. And there was an article yesterday in Business Insider that actually talked about this a little bit. It says the PlayStation 5 and new Xbox are due out this holiday. Both are, but both could be delayed because of the coronavirus. I thought that was interesting because it's not necessarily something that we think about a lot. Obviously, I think a lot of us feel for the people that are involved in those areas. Obviously, there's plenty of concern as these cases pop up in various uh, places in the United States and elsewhere where you might find yourself. But I don't know that we necessarily think about tech manufacturing when we should. Uh, If you're not familiar with it, a lot of manufacturing of all kinds takes place in China due to the lower costs of of making things in China for any number of reasons, which we won't get into here. But because of that lower cost and because of the facilities that are available in China and in Asia in general, there are a lot of places that make these things, the technology that we love, that we use every day, that are very, very close to the epicenter of the outbreak and are otherwise closing or having their actual manufacturing processes altered to try to reflect the dangers and the safety concerns that are now kind of all around the world with respect to this new virus. They say, this holiday season, the next PlayStation and Xbox consoles are scheduled to arrive. But the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, just like much of the world's consumer electronics, are being manufactured in China. And China is currently the focal point of the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. Of the more than 560 people who have died from the virus, I think it's of 680 as of today, All but two fatalities have been in mainland China. Over 28,000 people were reported as infected as of Wednesday. China's manufacturing sector, which is responsible for producing the vast majority of the world's consumer electronics, has been hit particularly hard. Foxconn, the manufacturing giant that produces the iPhone, is quarantining workers. At least one supply chain executive told Nikkei Asian Review that the coronavirus situation in China could affect the planned production schedule of the next iPhone. We're going to take a look at those stories uh, in a little bit. Similarly, as Microsoft and Sony ramp up production of their next-gen consoles, those launches could see delays or at least constrained launch supply due to the coronavirus outbreak. Now, that's really the, the money line here in this article. And this is one of the things that I commented on when I saw it yesterday. But my initial knee-jerk reaction is there absolutely will be a supply constraint. It's very difficult to see all of these issues with manufacturing in the year that you are supposed to release a brand new product and not have it be supply constrained when you have this kind of logistical issue. So I do think it's going to be limited supply. If it releases this year, either the PlayStation 5 or the Series X, then I do think if you're very, very interested in those products, you're probably going to want to jump in on those pre-orders very fast. And I don't know that Sony or Microsoft will actually know how many of those products they are going to be able to ship in 2020 based on these kinds of things. But one of the words there that is really interesting is, could it see a delay? And you think about these things, we're at the end of year seven for both of these consoles. They launched in 2013. This is not the kind of thing where either Microsoft or Sony would very much like to see a delay. 
This has all been planned. Presumably they've got plans going back even a couple of years as to how this launch will proceed, how it will look, how it will be marketed, exactly what they are going to do to improve on their position from the last launch to hopefully stymie some of their competition and get that momentum going forward. And this is an X factor that neither Microsoft nor Sony can fully predict. We talk a lot about business decision-making in virtual legality. And yes, there are a lot of really smart people in a lot of very big rooms talking about a lot of different exigent circumstances that can happen with respect to a launch. But a massive kind of pandemic-esque outbreak of a virus that affects manufacturing across the entire manufacturing sector of your primary manufacturing location is not one that people would have necessarily had a contingency plan for. So right now, everybody's sitting, looking at each other and saying, what is this going to look like exactly? And so Business Insider doesn't know. Certainly Sony and Microsoft don't know. They're undoubtedly monitoring the situation, seeing what they can and can't do. But it's one reason why, in my opinion, you see some of this slow ball play that maybe Sony wanted to announce a little bit earlier, wanted to have a little bit more in that website, wanted to talk about a little bit more of the details surrounding their new console. And we're going to get to an article at the end of this video that talks about how they aren't really necessarily even settled on price point. And I would argue that that's because price point is very fundamentally related to what the logistics costs of actually manufacturing, shipping, and getting products out into store shelves is for the company. And with these kinds of variables, you don't know. Because if you're a fan of economics, you know, one supply goes down, the price goes up. And right now what's happening is the manufacturing capability of the earth is going down. And that means the price for that manufacturing goes up. And I think everybody's going to have to react to that. Everybody's going to have to figure it out. And because Microsoft and Sony want to launch at the same time, what you've got is an even more constrained supply of manufacturing. Essentially, both of these groups want to use these factories to make their stuff, get more out on store shelves. And now you've got essentially some something of an auction process about the time and ability of these manufacturers to make what Sony and Microsoft need. Now, that doesn't mean that they're all using the same factories. It doesn't mean that they're all even using the same kind of factory lines. And, and those will have been in process before now. But when we talk about Foxconn, we talk about the other big manufacturing companies in China. That is part of the story. So oftentimes I see a story like this on the internet. Maybe I see a video like the one I'm making right now. And I say, eh, probably not, probably a bit of hyperbole. And everything might turn out just fine. But right now with manufacturing severely impacted for at least a month, if not more, in, in 2020, I think this is a very real thing to consider. And one or both might actually opt out and say, hey, we wanted to get it out in holiday, but it'll actually be in spring. And that wouldn't be that unusual in a circumstance like this. Obviously, it would not be what either side wants to do. And I think probably they're looking at each other from across the room here and, and trying to suss out what the other one is going to do with respect to these launches. Continuing with the article, the video game sector is currently manufacturing or beginning to once in several years product generating generation change for the 2020 holiday season. A note from the Jeffries Group published this week says, it's an investor advisor group, if company shutdowns exceed a month or so, game schedules will be delayed. New consoles may likewise suffer supply issues from a prolonged disruption ahead of their fall 2020 planned launches. Put more simply, next-gen consoles and the games being produced for those consoles may get hit with delays due to the coronavirus outbreak. And again, I totally understand if you watch this video or if you read these articles and you say, well, that would be unusual. 
all of the marketing for both of these companies has aimed at 2020. It's seven years. Seven years appears to be the generational time frame for these things right now. So what are the chances that something really happens? And I would say, I don't know that they will get delayed out of the year. I do think there will be a supply issue with these things. But as we look at the stories that are coming out about this virus and about what it's doing to Chinese manufacturing, it is not hyperbole. We've got a Business Insider article here that says China's coronavirus might disrupt Apple's production plans for the iPhone. Obviously, Apple makes a ton of iPhones, but it's worth noting that they might move their production back. And if you're more interested in gaming, Business Insider has a story here that says Nintendo Switch shipments to Japan will be delayed by the coronavirus. And it wouldn't surprise me if Switch production really has a significant issue because of the virus, because of the manufacturing issues in China and in Asia in general. And finally, if that doesn't convince you, yesterday there was a tweet from Private Division that took me personally by surprise that said, we're delaying Outer Worlds on Nintendo Switch. That's the Outer Worlds. That's the game that uh, Obsidian made uh, that is published by Private Division in which you go to various different planets. Came out last year, but they were doing a port for the Nintendo Switch. And that was delayed now by coronavirus. It says, due to the coronavirus impacting the virtuous team working on the port, to provide them enough time to finish development. We'll now be releasing the physical version on a cartridge. They were going to do a download before, so they're adding a little good news to go with the bad. Once we have a new launch date, we'll let you know. A number of people responded saying, oh, is the Virtuous team okay? You know, they're pretty good at ports. Is everything fine? They say to clarify, Private Division does, the team at Virtuous is okay, but their office has remained closed during this time. We are working with the team to determine an updated development timeline, and we'll share more regarding a launch date shortly. Virtuous isn't in China, I don't believe. They're in Singapore. But this shows the impact that this is having across Asia. This is directly impacting the release of a game. This office has been closed. They haven't been able to work on it. To the extent this extends, not just to production, but also to development across Asia, it wouldn't surprise me to see more and more of these kinds of announcements in the next couple of weeks. So I think we are looking at something that is uh, novel, not to put a pun on it, in the gaming sphere, because we haven't seen something like this delay before really impact everybody that you might be interested in across technology. Apple, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, all dealing with this issue at once and all competing for specific resources that they need to make what it is that they want to make. That brings me to the last article that I wanted to, to reference here, which is in VGC, it says, PS5 price has yet to be determined, Sony suggests... Sony Chief Financial Officer Hiroki Totoki has suggested the company has yet to determine the PlayStation 5 price as it attempts to balance its position based on several known and unknown factors. Chief among the latter will likely be Microsoft's Xbox Series X pricing plans. Now, I think that's absolutely warranted. I put a tweet out myself that jokingly said, hey, Sony should just announce that their box is going to be $50 less than the Series X and then let Microsoft set the clearing price. But That's only part of the discussion here, as we've seen from the articles that we've just talked about. Yes, they want to be strategic. Yes, they probably want to equal or beat Microsoft in order to make sure there are a lot of consoles under players' TVs this holiday season or later if it winds up getting delayed. But that's only part of the discussion. Let's look at the quotes. First, we must absolutely control the labor cost, the personnel cost. It must be controlled. That's the logistics burden. That is going into the question of what manufacturing cost looks like, what shipping cost looks like. And not only just for Sony, 
not only just because of this viral outbreak, but also because Microsoft wants to be looking at the very same things at the very same time. Continuing with the quote, and the initial ramp up, how much can we prepare initially? We will work on the production and the sales, and we will have to prepare the right volume as we launch this. We don't want to have a volume out there that is incorrect for what the market demand is at the initial price point, especially if we're dealing with highly variable manufacturing and shipping costs. So we have to think about all that stuff. And right now in February, 2020, as I give you these quotes, as I talk to the investors on this call, as you know, there are a lot of global manufacturing issues that we're trying to work through. Continuing with the quote, what is not very clear or visible is, Because we are competing in this space, Microsoft's statements to the contrary notwithstanding, Microsoft's only competing with Amazon and Google. If you didn't see it, they think that Nintendo and Sony are poorly positioned. It's fine. Maybe we'll do another video on that. But I found it humorous because this quote directly talks about competition, primarily with Microsoft on this point. Because we are competing in this space, it's very difficult to discuss anything about the price at this time. In other words, we don't want to go first if we can avoid it. Depending upon the price level, we may have to determine the promotion that we are going to deploy and how much costs we are prepared to pay. So it's a question of balance. And because it's a balancing act, it's very difficult to say anything concrete at this point of time. But when I said smooth transition, we mean that we will definitely choose the optimal approach and that we will try to have the best balance so that we will be profitable in the life and during the life of this product. In other words, as we've seen when somebody launches a console, there are planned for reductions in price as hopefully manufacturing and parts come down in price and that you can sell it to the user base for cheaper and hopefully continue to grow your base right until the end of your generation. So all of this is normal and none of this actually mentions the manufacturing and other kind of confounding issues that we were talking about in this video. But I do think it is part of the discussion. I do think we would be expecting Sony and Microsoft to have given us a little bit more information about what these boxes look like, what it is that they are going to ask us to purchase from them at the end of this year so that we know exactly what we need to save in our bank accounts so that we can plan for it, so that we can know what it looks like overall. It's only February. This could all change next week. This could all change next month. But I do think the combination of trying to do a double launch Having Nintendo actually be the most popular video game system for the last 12 or 18 months and needing those manufacturing resources to get switches and switch lights out the door, along with Apple and everybody else using that manufacturing capacity, you've got a situation that has the possibility of actually having this viral outbreak affect the video game industry in a way that we haven't seen before. And I do think that's a story worth following as part of, obviously, the bigger more humanitarian focused look at the coronavirus and what kind of impact it is having on the world on the whole. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you like this, please like, please subscribe, please comment on the video, please share it around to anybody that you think might be interested. I do love to have those interactions. I do love to have those conversations. And as it turns out, YouTube actually likes those interactions and engagements too. So if you can do that for me and for the channel and for the series, I would appreciate it. Want to continue to have these conversations with as broad a group as possible. Otherwise, if you saw this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it in its podcast form, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. 
It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.